My guy, C. Rose. No text this morning. Very interesting. Disciplined. I'm being disciplined. This is what you do. You take the coaching. You told me, don't stop texting me, so I'm going to stop texting. Unless I ever change a question late. That's the only time I'm going to text you, okay? You're coachable. I love that about you. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Good weekend? Yeah, man. We had a good weekend. I took the kids down to Legoland. Mm. Uh, ended up at um, a hotel down there, and we uh, we stayed a couple days. Now I'm back home. Ready to dive into it with you, baby. How about yeah, you? I know. I know. It was a fun time. Man. Le- I used to love taking the kids to Legoland. Great, great. I Legoland love is, like, so chill compared yeah, to, fun. like, Disneyland and stuff. Cool place. Cool place. All right. Before I start asking you questions, I want to start off with this situation. Yesterday afternoon, uh, watching Tristan McKenzie of my Indians do his thing. Yes. It's the eighth inning. Now, Michelle hasn't really been watching the game. She's been doing stuff. And she says, I'm going to go up and shower. I was like, you, you can't leave the room. And she goes, why? What's going on upstairs? I said, you just can't leave the room. I didn't explain to her. what She goes, tell me what's going on. I couldn't tell her that the perfect game was going on, right? Because that's that's against. I think the, you can. I'm pretty sure you can. So I, that, that's the I'm question. Pretty sure you can. So then, then you know, they end up the Tigers end up getting the knock with uh, with two outs in the eighth, and I was like, okay, you can go shower now. She's like, what are, what are you talking about? And I explained to her what happened. So I didn't know if I was allowed to, not allowed to. So when this happens in the future, just go ahead and and let her know. Yeah, I'm not a believer in the whole jinx thing. Sorry, yeah, not, I shouldn't either. Yeah, yeah. God. let Michelle do whatever she wants. She's a goddess, okay? You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right, let's get to it. Um, it was a weekend of many happy returns. Chris Sale back pitching for the first time in two years. Fernando Tatis back swinging it for the first time in about two weeks. Which of their performances more caught your eye? I'm going to go with Sale. I love Tatis, and that was also very impressive. But Sale coming back after two years and kind of just doing his thing, to me, it was the way he was able to locate and control his pitches. Mm-hmm. He's nasty. I faced him a zillion times. Um, there was one point I was watching the highlights in Eckersley. It was like, how do you take that fastball right down the middle? How do you not swing at that? And it's like, well, Eck, let me tell you how. Like, have you ever watched <laughs> Pitching Ninja? Like, go watch some of the stuff he does, the overlays. You know, what, what Sale does really well is everything comes from a different, like an arm angle you're not used to. So, mm-hmm. It's basically coming from, you know, like very much the first base. I just don't see that that often. And he'll backdoor that slider there, and then he'll backfoot you with it. Like there's just so many things that you have to read when Sale is on the mound right away. And sometimes you guess wrong. And sometimes you read it wrong, and you look very foolish, which he made a lot of people do that day. So I'll I'll go with Sale just because the velo was there, the feel of the pitches, Mm -hmm. the location. He just looked really good. So the yeah, Red Sox uh, got exactly what they're hoping for. Absolutely. Um, five innings, two runs, eight Ks, no walks. No walks in his yeah. first appearance in two years is, is damn impressive. Yeah. With all that being said, Tatis continues to amaze me. So it was the third time this year he missed at least 10 straight days. In all three returns, he is homered. His cumulative yeah. stats in those three games, nine of 15, three homers, three doubles, seven rips. I, I I don't get it. I don't understand it. I thought when you guys take more than two or three days off, your timing sucks. And this guy just gets out there and knocks around four hits around the park like it's nothing. Well, he's Fernando Tatis Jr., man. But still, that's not <laughs> – He's like, that good. For a guy and he's playing a new position. Yes, yes. Although a lot of them were like little league 
fly balls yesterday. And he it was like, yeah, I wasn't really challenged. So I'll be interested to see that. But the guy, like, he's still the front runner for MVP now, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, nobody came and, and took that away from him. Bryce made a nice little run there. But if Fernando stays healthy and continues to produce, yeah, I think he's kind of got it locked up. I think. Okay. Let's move on to the reason I'm wearing my snakes hat today. It's not yes. because Jake doesn't suck. Jake does suck. But our guy Tyler Gilbert did not suck. Uh, he became the fourth pitcher ever to throw a no-hitter in his first start. What's the best part of this story? Everything, man. I was a teammate of uh, Tyler's in 2018. We were iron pigs together, so I know him very well. Oh, my well. gosh. Yeah, Uh Absolutely phenomenal guy. He's a, a Trojan, a USC guy too, so I love that about him. But I think the best part about it was just, you know, this was this has been a grind for him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's 27 years old, makes his first start. He had a, a few relief appearances this year, but it's his first year in the big leagues. Last year, 2020, completely wasted, gone. Mm -hmm. Doesn't even get to pitch. So this is, you know, a lot of times when guys stick it out, they don't get rewarded. And you see a lot of guys play for a long time and then just kind of go back in, in, into a, a regular life and they don't have something to like hold their hat on. And, and Tyler now does, obviously. You know? mm -hmm. So I think this is just like the coolest thing to me was that he got the start this year and then just performed. He looks so, he looks so calm and, yeah, and he was poised. Yep. I know what you're going to say, so I'll let you talk about it. But I think for me it was just seeing him out there getting that moment that he's worked so – I mean, look, these guys have been playing baseball since he's four years old. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, a, it's been a dream of his for that long and, and grinding through the minor league, going to play winter league in the Dominican. I think he played for Lycee. And it's so much grinding, dude, to get to this point. So that, for me, that was the coolest part, just to see him out there having fun, smiling like that. Uh, pretty cool. Well, this, this is the thing that sets baseball apart from other sports out there. There's not a minor league – football system that a guy can grind in for six years uh basketball yes there's there's the g league uh and there are some great stories there are no question about it but there are so many more in baseball and last year you say he didn't get to pitch he wasn't invited to the alternate site when he was with the dodgers he was not invited he was told see ya so you know what he did he got an apprenticeship with his dad as an electrician he was said, I just needed to make ends meet. Yeah. So he got a taste of the real world. And at that point, I imagine when you're in your mid to late 20s, that's the time where he could have said, fuck it, I'm out. Like, this is it. It's just not going to happen. He didn't. Uh, he ended up getting picked up in the minor league Rule 5 draft, which I did not know until this weekend actually existed. Yeah. I knew about the major league Rule 5 draft where this is an opportunity. One team takes you. You have to stay on the major league roster the entire season. The minor league Rule 5 draft, all they had to do with Arizona was put him in the AAA system. Yep. So you're just moving from one minor league system to another. Nothing is promised. So the fact he was able to continue to push through and get this opportunity, I don't know where it leads, but it's great. I thought it was really cool. Well, more starts in the big leagues, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, no look, question. And there's think about this. Way. Think about this, Chris. Like, the money that he's making every single day right now is – is like a month's pay in the yeah. minor leagues or like more than that probably. Yeah, don't He's get probably started making, on that. It's, it's crazy. That's, so like that's another cool thing about this. Like the grind is – I know we talk about it, but people don't really understand no it unless you know somebody that's done it. It's, it's, I thought you were going to talk about his dad, by the way, the parent well, reactions and all that stuff. So I let that right. go, I mean, but that, that was 
equally amazing. I tear up now that I have a son. I tear up every yes. single time I see that. It was great. It was great. Dad was in tears because they know they've been with you know those those talks that you have with your kid when when he or she is in their twenties and they're struggling to find out who they are and they have their dream but they can't reach it. Like those are tough talks, man. Those are so I can understand it. The last thing I thought was great about it is that we get to say the three previous names of the pitchers who threw no notes yeah. in their first <laughs> ever start. For it. <laughs> Bobo Hamilton in 1953, Bumpus Jones in 1892, who I think I had on my fantasy team, and Ted Breton, Breton Stein in, in 1891. You got, oh, those, those guys, you had a poster on your wall growing up, I'm pretty absolute sure. Absolutely, pictures with them. Yeah. Maybe not even there was was there a poster machine back then? Probably not. Yeah, it was a printing press. Go Tyler Gilbert. Let's go. Yes. All right. Hey, the Atlanta Braves for the first time all year woke up in first place. They've won ten of twelve overall. Sneaky World Series contender or just on a good roll? Oh, Chris. Why you gotta make me do stuff like this? Well, wait a second. This is a fair question because now they've gotten hot. They're the team we thought they would be, minus Ronald Acuna. And what you don't want to look? No? I think I there's a chance. Do you want a me chance. to answer it? No, I'll answer it. There's a chance. You know, people have been stepping up, playing well. They kind of have a nice little core there in the middle there that's been doing well, like Freeman, Albie, Swanson, Riley. Nice little, nice little core Great of your group. lineup. Pitching has actually been really good. You know, they got their starters freed. Morton's mm -hmm. been good. Uh, the bullpen's been okay. Like, everyone's kind of been doing pretty good. I just think without Ronnie, it's kind of if, – if Ronnie was there right now, Chris, I'll say, yeah, they're a World Series contender. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know if, if they can get past some of these teams, even though they held the Dodgers with 3-1 lead over the Dodgers just last no. year. But that was last year. No. I, I just I, – I don't, I don't think they're, like, legitimate World no. Series contenders unless something crazy happens. They are not. They are not. Uh, we, we both applauded them in recent weeks for their pickup. Uh, you know, Adam Duvall was a great pickup. Solaire can run into one, no question. Uh, Will Smith has been shaky at the back end of the bullpen. I know he's yeah. got like 25 saves or whatever, but you have to buckle up every time you're a fan watching him do his thing. Um, listen, to me, I compare them a little bit. I compare this division to the NFC East from a year ago where the Washington football team won it with a 7-9 record. Now, I don't think 79 wins is going to win you a division this year, but I think you understand my point. I yeah. don't think anybody gets 90 wins. doesn't mean that I guess they can't go on a World Series run. Didn't the Cardinals in 2006, I think they won something like 84 or 85 regular season games and ended up winning the whole thing. So it could happen. I just – I'm not feeling it in my bones. Yeah, I mean, you, you know it has to come back. I mean, like, their starting pitching is pretty good. Freed, Morton, Anderson, if you know it comes back and is what he is. I mean, that's a nice – pretty good right there yeah but if they play the milwaukee brewers or if they play the winner of the nl west are you going to take them over any no of course not but it's baseball right. it's baseball like it things baseball, can happen I, I get it because the pirates win series the orioles win series yes it does happen but based on the way we look at teams you can't say well anything could happen if no, I, I know that. I know that i have a thousand bucks have a pick to win the world series over the astros so let me just go like this, okay? Yeah, but if Ronald Acuna were around, you wouldn't have to do this. But the fact is, he's not. So things change since you made that statement. Shh. Oh, what? Like nobody noticed Ronald Acuna hasn't been playing? <laughs> I <laughs> miss that guy too, man. I do too. I do too. All right. 
fan base in more need of a hug this morning? The Cubs, who lost their 11th straight, or the Mets, who keep sliding and now start a West Coast swing in San Francisco and L.A.? Cubs fans aren't even watching baseball anymore, so they don't need a hug. They're enjoying the last bit of Chicago summer. It's the Mets fans. Mm-hmm. They're in the, they need more than a hug. They need, like, security protection. They're in the, the, the toughest part of their schedule. Right. And they just got swept. What did, remember and, what we said last week, that they were starting a 13-game stretch against the Giants and the Dodgers. We said, what would they be happy with? What record? Six and seven. Six and seven or seven and six. <laughs> Are they going to get to six or seven wins? No. No. Dude, I mean, maybe this is a rallying point, like this, like, 11, 11 p.m. getting into California at whatever, 3 a.m. Maybe – Four, maybe that's a rallying point for them. Maybe they go on a run, but more than likely they're just going to be really tired tonight and just go get banged up on by the Giants. I mean, this is it's really tough, and the schedule does suck, but teams have to deal with it. But that's uh, not only did they get swept, Chris, and have to go on that plane ride, they got swept in embarrassing fashion. They had, to, they had to take a, a position player out of Ouch. the game. <laughs> Bro, I mean – you can't leave with a worse taste in your mouth. No. You're, but at least, they, they, they didn't get on that flight until midnight. Oh, at the earliest. Or past, and then yeah. have to fly. <laughs> I think I'm it was sorry. wheels up. I think I was following uh, Trevor May. I'm going to tape an episode with him tomorrow, by the way, to find out what's going on. Oh, with all that being said, they're only two and a half games out in the division. I know. Like, we, we act like they're seven or eight. They're two and a half. So if somehow – Today's a big day. They're supposed to get a little more news on DeGrom, and that's the one. Like, if he's done, and by the way, the earliest he's going to pitch is probably the second week of September. I personally, I don't, I don't have a great feeling about it. It sucks. And now you got to go play the best team in baseball for the next three days. <laughs> Hang with them. It's a tough place to play, too, man. I know. Can I tell you one other thing, though, about the Cubs? Because I agree with you that the, that the Chicago fans have moved on. This is their second double-digit losing streak this year. That hasn't happened for the Cubs since 1954. Ouch. Yeah, Cubs fans are, they're like, hey, let's, what are the Bears doing? How did Justin Fields look? Like, hey, uh, look great. <laughs> yeah. Look great. And Andy Dalton's facial hair still sucks. All right, Zach Britton told his manager, Aaron Boone, he didn't deserve to be pitching in safe situations for now. Do you respect the left-hander, or would you like him to see him be quiet, just take the baseball, particularly with them down a few guys in the bullpen, just be a veteran and say, hey, listen, I'm going to go grind, and if they want to take me out, they'll take me out. I respect the shit out of Zach Britton. How about that? Uh, one thing I would change, I wouldn't have told the media that. You know, maybe he wanted to get yeah. ahead of it because I knew they'd have some questions if he wasn't pitching in high-pressure situations. Uh, but I have no problem with him going into Boone and saying, like, look, I'm just not right, and you need to put somebody else in there until I – feel right again because he doesn't want to be in there on the mound thinking about all that stuff costing his team games when every single win and loss matters to the Yankees right now so I respect him for going in there like I said I probably wouldn't have said it to the media because now you and I are talking about it and there's articles written about it and you know it might get misconstrued or whatever but I think what he did was the right thing to do there's plenty of times where you're like shit I feel you know yourself especially a guy that's played in the big leagues that long has had that much success like, you know yourself, and you know if you're not right. He really hasn't been right all season, 
you sent, I think they were talking about like he's hasn't like gained weight back from COVID that he had in the off season, right? Some some weird stuff like that. But he just been he's been walking everybody. That's the thing. He's got twelve strikeouts and fourteen walks yeah. in sixteen innings. Now, even when he was great, he was always a little bit wild, um, but nothing like this. Nothing like. And he's got three blown saves this year in those um, yeah in games. The year that he was he probably should have won a Cy Young award in twenty sixteen. He had zero blown saves in 69 games. Oh. He's, when he's on, he's nasty, but he knows he's not on right now. So, I, I, like I said, I have no problem. Get, get him some low leverage game. Yeah. Get the feeling back. Let him work some stuff out. He doesn't care about his numbers. No. He just wants to be ready to go, you know, through September into October. So, I, Zach, good job, man. Uh, and I agree with you not telling anybody. He and Boone just should have had a meeting, and Booney should have probably said, hey, listen, don't tell the media. Let me answer the questions. If they ask me, hey, why, why, why didn't you use Zach? Just say, hey, was Zach's working through a few, you know, a few things? Let him be the guy that falls on the sword there. <laughs> Chris, why is everyone in the chat now? This is like, it's become a thing. It's a daily. No, no, no. Don't let him. Don't say it. <laughs> it's a thing. Don't say it. Move on. We're not right. going to. I'm not, you? though. I'm not. I promise. I'm just happy. Does, yeah, exactly. He's happy. There were a bunch of people last week who said these two need a, a week off from one another. I was like, no, we don't. We need a hug. That's what we need. I know. We need physical know. contact. Let's go. All right, last, last one. Did you see from everybody's John Boy favorite team, the Savannah Bananas, Bill Leroy, he was mic'd up for a game playing third base. And what does he say? I'm going to roll it over. I'm going to backhand it on the set top. And Manny Machado underhand throw to asset first. Oh, my God. Look at this, Biko! Oh, come on, Biko! I literally just called it. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That was the second hop. What the heck? He says that somebody's gonna roll one over to him. He's gonna make a like submarine-style throw, like Manny Machado, and it happens on the next pitch. Is that amazing, or is it a little freaky that the dude knew exactly what was gonna happen? Ooh, I like when you say freaky. All right. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, you like. Uh, it. it was amazing, and I'll tell you what. I've been getting, I've been gaining more and more respect for what the bananas are doing out there. Yeah, like make they're making baseball fun. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters thing. But this totally. guy, this is the same guy that announced himself to the plate, which was awesome. And then he goes and does this. That I mean, he he literally called the exact play, Chris. I had no idea about this. You sent me the link. I looked. I was like, holy shit. Amazing. He said two hops, backhand, you know, sidearm throw like Machado. And what the cool thing was is, you know, he's mic'd up, so the ball gets hit, and right away he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. So he's Talk thinking the about it the entire time he goes and makes that play, which, by the way, is a really tough play to make. That's mm -hmm. not like an easy play. But the whole time he's playing it in his head, he's like, shit, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it happens. You know what the best part was to me? I mean, the play was unreal. Is that the dude's wearing, like, the ear pods yeah. in his ear? And the fact is that it, it stood in. It stayed in the, the entire time and, like, didn't fall. And he didn't have to go to the ground and put it back in. Like, it was – I didn't know Pretty if he cool. super glued that shit in there or what. That was really impressive. That was fun. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, I kind of love what they're doing. Go, everyone go check out the Savannah Bananas on all their socials and stuff. Yeah, it's, they do a great job. They do a great job. All right, what do you have coming up on John Boy Media? Let's go. Oh, so much stuff. Okay. I got a talking baseball. We're going out and doing the series recap from the games over the weekend. I'll be talking about the AL, so I'll have the Chicago-New York series, which is mm. really cool. Um, so I'll go do that today. I'm filming an episode of Sequence today. 
uh, about my one of my favorite defensive plays that I was a part of is me and Jamie Carroll. Oh, yes. Remember Jamie, Jamie Carroll? Carroll? Yeah. A lot of old names. This is the old video, Chris, uh, but uh -huh. it's fun. So I'm doing that. Uh, yeah, man, starting the week off right. What about you? Uh, let's see. Latest episode of the Rose Rotation is dropped. It is the first time we hear from Tyler Glass now since he had Tommy John surgery. We, um, we cover it all. We cover a lot of stuff, like his future in Tampa, uh, his emotions when he found out that he had to have surgery, what it's like being away from the team, you know, the grind that he knows he's not playing next season. So where is he at mentally? It's a, it's a fascinating look into the starting off process of a guy who knows that he has 18 months of rehab ahead of him. You know, that's a great perspective. Like, I, it's, I don't even know how to – what I would feel like if I knew I was missing an entire freaking season and most of it's just rehabbing. Yeah. It's, he's so good. And I think people have really gotten to know him. I think they've gotten to know all six guys from the Rose rotation very well. He is such a deep thinker and has tremendous perspective on where he is. And, and we talk about that. Like, well, it's really interesting where he is and where he plans on being. I just, it's, it's it's worth the watch in the list. Love it. Love I'll it. tell you that. Uh, we're back at it again tomorrow, 1130 Eastern, 830 AM Pacific. Sound good? Yes, sir. I'll be here. All right. Tell Jimmy and Jake I say hi. I'll be listening to Talking Baseball later today. I might even get in that chat and start blowing you up and asking why you're so high. I, w I won't do that. <laughs> People are crazy, man. <laughs> I won't do that. All right, bro. Have a great day, everybody out there. Have a wonderful baseball Monday. Yeah, there she is. What there up, girl? she is, baby. What up, girl? I was going to tell you what I named her, but it's disrespectful. Whoa, 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 what? Love you, bye. What?